morning. Good morning. Today is Saturday, the uh, April 8th. It's currently 46 degrees out there. Supposed to only get to a high of 48 today. Uh, rain all day, 92% chance. Pollen is high. And uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just ask that you would uh, just hold the rain off uh, for the food giveaway, Lord, that that would be a blessing uh, to the folks there that not only uh, they would know, Lord, that not only are you there to meet physical needs, but more importantly, you're there to meet their spiritual needs. You're there to invite them into your kingdom. And uh, Lord, just help us to represent you well and uh, be, be uh, a good hospitality, Lord. Father, we just ask for your... Uh, Blessing now as we go into this lesson, Lord, that you would open our eyes, open our hearts, Lord, that you would accomplish your will in and through in and through us, Lord, as you see fit, Lord. Father, we just ask again for your blessing, right? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, living in Christ. Christ living in us. And we have John chapter 6 and John chapter 14. <clears throat> After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then and seeing that a large crowd was coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy food so that these people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew Simon Peter's brother, said to him, there is a boy here who has five bar barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down, about 5,000 in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated. So also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, Gather up the leftover fragments, that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves and left by the, those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Perceiving then, perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, the disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I. Do not be afraid. And they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. 
On the next day, the crowd that remained on the other side of the sea saw that there had been only one boat there, and that Jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone away, alone. Other boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread, and after the Lord had given thanks. So when the crowd saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they themselves got into the boat and went to Capernaum, seeking Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, you are seeking me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. And they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you, but I said to you, that you have seen me and yet not and yet do not believe and all that the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me i will never cast out for i have come down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him who sent me and this is the will of him who sent me that i should lose nothing of all that he has given me but raise it up on the last day for this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So the Jews grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not grumble amongst yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will be all taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except he who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that no one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. And the Jews, the Jews then disputed among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And so Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood is eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks on my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, 
So whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Jesus said these things in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in him that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do not take offense at this. Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was that would betray him. And he said, this is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by, my, by the Father. After this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have be- believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil? He spoke of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, for he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. And we have John chapter 14. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am you may be also, and you know the way to where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, We do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? But Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is enough for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe on the account of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I'm going to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. 
You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live. You also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is, that, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I'm going away, and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced, because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. Living in Christ, Christ living in us. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me and I in him. And that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. And that's John 6 and 14. In our verses, we again see the extent of the intimate relationship that the new covenant of grace provides. An astounding intimacy is declared in these words, abides in me and I in him. We have not merely come near to Christ, nor has he simply drawn close to us. Rather, we live in him and he lives in us. We live by being in Christ, by being related to him, by being united with him, by drawing our spiritual life from him. Moreover, he lives in us and does moreover he lives in us and desires to express his life through us. This unique arrangement for spiritual intimacy is experienced by the one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood. Although the language sounds strange to the natural mind, the picture is common, that of eating and drinking to find life-giving nourishment. The unusual aspect is that the source of the nutrition is a person. Earlier in Jesus' discourse, he had indicated what this process encompassed. I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. 
Eating and drinking of Jesus' flesh and blood involves simply coming to him in faith. When we come to Jesus, we are counting upon who he is, his person, his flesh, the Son of God becoming a man. When we believe in Jesus, we are also relying upon what he did, his work, his blood poured out for us upon the cross. As we relate to Jesus in this manner, we are finding our spiritual sustenance in him. Thus, we abide in him and he in us. Of course, the Holy Spirit will participate fully in this process. At that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. Jesus was leaving his disciples soon to return to the Father, so he comforted them. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you a little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live, you will live also. John 14, 18-19 On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured forth in fullness and power. Now the Spirit, who would make, ver- make the very life of Jesus available to all of his followers as they trusted in him, Christ would live in and through their lives. Dear Lord of life, help me to learn to live this way me living in you, and you living in me. Help me to see it is as simple as eating and drinking. As I trust food and drink for my physical life, I want to trust in who you are and what you have done for my spiritual life. Amen. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you today.